everybody. Welcome to episode 273 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm your host, Tom Zalatni, and I am alone in the studio once again today. But of course, I am not alone in your ears or in your hearts, dear listeners, because I am calling my very good friend and co-host, David Hall. Hello. How you I'm doing? always here. <laughs> always <laughs> lurking forever in the shadows it's true we're we're pretending that we're on a call we are on a call we're we're currently social distancing you are on the outside of the studio booth and i am inside we have a mirror in the corner of the room that we can see each other through it's a little bit of a you have to turn my head to see you but you look good thank you uh do you like this periscope i've devised using uh two mirrors and a piece of string you know it's not the worst Periscope that we've ever had on up for discussion. Do you remember that Twitter-based live streaming app, Periscope? Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I'm closing my Periscope now. I don't want to even look at you. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll do the rest of this yeah, call. We're right across the room now. Oh no! That was the sound of it in my microphone. To keep up the illusion that we're in the same space, you know. Um, what illusion? I am there. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> my bad. Um, so David, we have uh, we have a really good Patreon question lined up for today. Just the most thoughtful, juiciest. Give me a couple more adjectives for it. Uh, steamy, seductive, uh-huh. uh, controversial, controversial for sure. Uh, in depth. I don't know if you said that already. I didn't. It's a good one. Uh, mindful, divisive, synergistic management solutions. <laughs> It's a really big one, guys, and we're going to reveal it in a little while. But first, uh, we do want to take a minute at the top of the show uh, to acknowledge that the studio where... uh, Well, actually, both of the places where we are recorded are situated on uh, traditional and unsurrendered territory of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. Um, We think it's important as settlers that we recognize that and do things to kind of make steps toward reparation. Um, One way that we are doing that right now is actually through the money coming in from our Patreon. Uh, So a a percentage of that obviously goes toward our upkeep fees, but the rest is kind of being split between um, this month. It's uh, Raven Trust we're making donations to. And if you don't know about them, uh, click the link in the description to read about what they do. Uh, and like local food banks and stuff as well uh, during the quarantine. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in learning about that kind of stuff, uh, you can go to our Patreon or click the link to Raven Trust uh, below. Those are the two kind of calls to action at the beginning of this episode. Uh, if you are not, you know, where we are, uh, you should also look into the um, indigenous cultures of where you live and see what is going on there and how they have been affected by people like you living there presumably uh and what you can do to uh give back and help so david Mm -hmm. how how are you doing (laughs) (laughs) we're we're into week six or seven now of the quarantine i think maybe even eight i'm doing okay i think i've come around the bend on feeling lazy and sloppy and unmotivated to actually work out and i'm coming around the bend Okay. Where I'm now thinking about working out again, <laughs> which is much better than just looking at my exercise equipment and going, no, no, don't want to, don't, no, don't want to do that. <laughs> but now I'm looking at it and I'm going, okay, 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I see. I see you, Maybe, maybe just one left. Okay. Maybe after this coffee. So, it, and then I forget about it. It sounds to me like you're maybe in the bargaining stage of, of exercise. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you know, Grief. you moved past denial and anger. Anger, it sounds like, was where you were at most recently. You know, looking at the machines and going no. And now you're kind of in the like, okay, maybe I'll do one for you, just this once. Was acceptance when I was eating a spaghetti a day? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that was denial. Let's be fair. <laughs> you haven't reached acceptance yet. You'll reach acceptance after you get depressed because of all the working out that you should be doing. Ah, uh, there it is. You it's know, the should be doing. Even, even jokingly, I feel weird saying that someone should be working out. PSA, you don't have to exercise you can just be happy and exist if exercising makes you happy go ahead do it but no pressure you know i would i i would also say as a sort of addendum to what you just said strive to be healthy because a healthy body does lead to a healthy mind in certain instances sure but i think everyone's health everyone's version of a healthy body is different right yeah like but you don't necessarily have to work out as much as your bud who works out like 10 times a day. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. But doing absolutely nothing and sitting, lying in a bed all day, which is kind of what I did today because mm-hmm. I was playing video games on my laptop. Mm-hmm. But don't tell nobody. I won't. That, that, that didn't sound comforting or, or trustworthy at all. <laughs> oh, I promise I won't tell anyone. Hey, listener. Don't don't share David's dirty little secret, okay? Wait, we're talking about my video gaming, not not my secrets. Oh, not my dirty secrets. Oh, I just meant your like your non-exercise secret, the one that. Oh, that's not a secret. Okay, I just thought I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. I mean, I don't want you. Don't tell Taffer. Okay, I won't tell Taffer that you. (laughs) You Tell everyone except for Taffer. Okay, I I promise I won't tell Taffer the person who is. Tell Toby though. The Toby least, needs to know. The, the person who is the least likely to judge you for having a lazy day, I'm not going to, to tell. I will tell yeah, Toby. No, no. Yeah, tell Toby. Toby will never judge me. T- Toby judges you already, but but uh, that's okay. Okay. Toby judges you in a loving way, you know? I David, do you do that. Do you believe yeah. in God? <laughs> is it Toby? <laughs> Is this where we're going? Look, I'm not saying that my son is the literal incarnation of Jesus, because that would be absurd, because he's a very bad little baby who does crime. You know what he figured out how to do this week? He can reach into his his clothing and undo his diaper. Oh, no. So, like, even, like, we started putting him in suspenders so that if he tries to take his diaper off, he can't, like, just run around naked. But now he just takes his diaper off and runs around with his diaper just like off but still in his suspenders that's the devil's work yeah he's literally satan he's a bad baby oh no you got a bad baby tom i got a bad <laughs> Go to baby. The store and return it how about uh david should we dig into this meaty juicy subversive patreon question i mean probably because i think we've hit the cap on how much banter we can actually produce how dare you i think we could banter for a very long time <laughs> I think people would listen to a full just hour. Just because we could doesn't mean we should, Tom. There's a difference. You don't think people would listen to a full hour of our banter and vamping? Not by choice. 
coming up next on the show, you guys. You're not ready for it. It's the feature you always wait for every single week. It's our Patreon question. But first, before we get to our Patreon question, here's another 20 minutes of Tom and David doing banter. You're not ready for it. You're not ready for it. David, are they ready for it? They're not ready for it, so let's continue talking. How do you feel about the weather right now? Honestly, it was nice today. Today it was a balmy 8 to 10 degrees Celsius. Why was it snowing in May? That was not today, you liar. It was a couple of days ago, and I'm still not okay about it. That's fair. Yeah, that was dookie garbage. Today was nice. Today was overcast. A little cool, but still warm. Yeah. It was nice. nice. All right. They're ready. Okay. They're ready now. They're ready. I lulled them into the most uh, suitable state of mind to be ready for this question. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Before we do that, David, should we take them to the cash corner? What do you think? Should we? Should we do it? (laughs) I want to know what you do if I say nothing. (laughs) It's Uh, like an NPC in a video game that is waiting for you to press X to continue and you just don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. David, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna hear the music that's playing and I think that people are not gonna hear you for for a brief moment while I do this are you ready that's fine I haven't added anything to the conversation yet I disagree let's try it at minute 20 David I value all of the things that you have to say welcome to the cash corner the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us and also our sponsors money During this global pandemic, we know that most people don't have extra money lying around. So instead of asking you to give us $5 a month and support on Patreon, we want to just ask you to support us any way you see fit. That can be by leaving us a nice review on your podcatcher of choice, or by sharing the episode with some friends, or even just by hitting us up on social media to let us know you're listening. Of course, if you do feel like throwing some money our way, we won't say no. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Killian, Sarah, Angelica, Will, Anne, Andrew, Laura, Kate, and Erica. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. And of course, like we said earlier, half of our net proceeds from Patreon are donated to local food banks, indigenous charitable organizations, that's a hard phrase to say, indigenous charitable organizations, and women's shelters so you're not just helping us make a great show you're also helping us help others that feels pretty good and if you want to feel pretty good about that you can go to patreon.com slash up for discussion and donate as little as you like also really want to quickly let you guys know that this show is brought to you in part by chaos not chaos with a c the indescribable force that governs the universe as we know it but chaos with a k the multimedia production company did you know that chaos also has a original productions arm called chaos labs you should know that because episode 272 included an interview with one of its creators george poppy does that name sound familiar he's a patron yeah full circle Anyway, you should check out Chaos Labs. Uh, You can go to chaoslabs.com, I believe is their website. Yes, it sure is. Uh, And check out the trailer for American Dreamers, the new movie that they are putting out into the festival circuit this year. Um, The festival's being digital now, which is kind of neat and online and fun. Um, Check out the trailer. It is beautifully made. Stars some lovely people made by George Poppy, who, if you listened to last week's episode, which you should have if you're not a big dummy, George is a really lovely guy, and Chaos is a really lovely company. So check them out at createchaos.com or at chaoslabs.com. And, uh, yeah. Remember that you have to spell chaos with a K if you want to find stuff successfully. You can't spell things wrong and still expect to look for them in the right places, you know? You're only going to find them if you spell them the right way. And in the case of chaos, that's with a K.
David, do you want to tell the fine folks at home what our Patreon question is? I I shall. Thanks. Heard you laughing a little bit during that. Oh, I died. The, the transition killed me just because it was very funny to my brain. But let me uh, professionally re-pull up the Ooh. Patreon question because I lost it and That's I forgot okay. who asked it. That's okay. Ah, there we go. I knew it was Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Who asks. Hello, Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> I need a moment. You want to give him the question there, David? Yeah, I got, I got, I'm on it. I got it. You got Uh, it? Yeah. Fuck, marry, kill. Microsoft, PowerPoint, Word, Excel. All right. Discuss. So this is, uh, for anyone who doesn't know Fuck, Mary Kill, this is a classic game, classic schoolyard game. Bullies used to play it with me all the time. Uh, Wait. What? (laughs) Classic schoolyard game where you name three celebrities usually and people have to choose which one of them they want to have sex with, which one of them they want to spend the rest of their lives happily married to, and which one of them they want to kill. It's kind of weird to do it with real people. I'm going to just put that out there right out the gate. But with Microsoft Office software, I am here for it. Oh, yeah. It's... It's the least offensive way to do this, and uh, and no point can anyone say that you're anything yeah. because these are all word processing systems. So well, oh, hold up, would you say that all three of these are word processing systems, David? I mean, do they all process words? I would say like one of them certainly processes words. Yeah, as its and the, you, can you type in words on PowerPoint? Can you type in words on Excel? They all process words. All right. Whether or not that's what they're actually called. Yeah. Fine. They can use the Microsoft Office Suite. Ooh, I like it when you call me sweet. Are you the Microsoft <laughs> Office? Hello. I didn't know you were so regal. Hello. Thank you for downloading my services. Tell me now, which one would you fuck, marry, kill? I mean, I already have my answers down. I wanted you to have some time to think about it. Okay. Do you have you have some stuff you want to talk about first? Yes, I do. Should I keep doing the Microsoft Sam voice? Probably not, but I do want you to say fuck at least a couple of times. Fuck, 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 fuck. How's that? That was acceptable. I'm I'm using this for my soundboard later. <laughs> Perfect. Are there any others you want me to include in there? Donald uh, Trump. I'll get back to you. All right. <laughs> I'll hit you up with a, with the with a side with for sides of what I want from you. Yeah, so fuck Mary Kill PowerPoint Word Excel. Um I I thought about this. Um I think that it makes the most sense to kill the one that you know the least. Right? There. Uh and that like you think you would have the worst time with. Um mm-hmm. For me, that's Excel, because I have never actually used Excel. I have used Google Sheets. I know Google Sheets. I love Google Sheets. I think that I would be worried that Excel is Google Sheets' evil twin sibling, and uh, I don't have time for that. This is not days of our lives. I do not want to be involved with my lover's evil twin sibling, so I don't want Excel in the picture, so I'm going to kill Excel. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I think... This is a tricky one. I think I would fuck Word and marry PowerPoint. But I'm only saying that because I think that between the two of them, PowerPoint is more beautiful. And in the long run, I would rather marry the one that I think is more beautiful than just fuck the one I think is more beautiful and move on. 
you know? Okay. I, I can understand uh, what you're saying. I had a similar vein of thought for Excel because we're, we're, we're killing Excel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not office people. We hate it. Yeah. Um, I used to work in an office and I used to run Excel reports and my God, they were so boring <laughs> and so tedious and so stupid that I hated every minute of it. Right. So I'm killing Excel. No, I get that. Excel bad. Yeah. And people can argue that Excel's, uh, I wasn't using Excel to the fullest of its capability and there was so much more I could do. And you know what I say? It's it's a shame it's dead now. I've killed it. Excel's dead. Yeah. Uh, now, I had a different thought. Okay. I, can, I, I agree with you that PowerPoint's very beautiful. Yeah. But... PowerPoint's a little a little wild. You can get away with a lot of wild shit with PowerPoint. Yeah. And that to me felt like my love affair with PowerPoint in high school where I made a lot of PowerPoint presentations <laughs> and used probably an, an unacceptable amount of animations for every slide. <laughs> okay. Or things like would fly in from the top or like sl- the worst oh the worst one was like each individual letter of the body of text mm-hmm. just fell in as it picked up speed and it's like and I had like a teacher that I really didn't like where I made, would make the most extravagant slideshows just because I could and because she always requested a minimum of 15 slides, but never a maximum. A minimum of 15? Yep. She was Did not she nice. hate herself? No, she, I think she just hated us. Well, honestly. I would not want yeah. to sit through an entire classroom's worth of 15-slide presentations. That's Well, ugh. get ready for sitting through 30. Because <laughs> I made 30 slides. <laughs> I can't even remember what the topic was, because... I think most, uh, pretty much every slide was just filled with pictures <laughs> and no text. I like that. I like um, that. Oh, oh, this is, I am, I am completely rethinking my answer here because I just remembered that I have a storied history with PowerPoint and I don't think I would want to be married to it. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but you finished. I, I want you to tell me your thing, though. You, you finished telling me about your torrid affair with PowerPoint before okay, I get into okay, that. Okay, okay. The last thing I want to say about PowerPoint is why I could never marry it is because I've done some heinous things to it. <laughs> and I can't look at PowerPoint without remembering the time when. So in high school, I was well known amongst my teachers for having these very elaborate animations and Mm -hmm. uh, slideshows so one time they asked me specifically me to do a slideshow presentation for memorial day okay uh, using the poem flanders fields i asked like five people but that they asked me first and i was like i don't know about that (laughs) i'm kind of stupid And and the only slide i remember doing was that I had, I had taken some audio of somebody reading Flanders Fields. And if you don't know what that is, it's a very famous uh, poem about Flanders Fields, where the poppies grow. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I remember this one slide that was very elaborately animated where you had Canadian soldiers on one side, Nazis. <laughs> Wait, Nazis? Yep. They were like cartoon SS officers. What war do you think Flanders Fields is about? I was in grade seven. Shut up. At a Hebrew school. How'd you fuck that up so bad? No, no, no. First, I realized the mistake as I was as I was making the presentation. But two, I didn't actually want to do it. So I wanted to make the worst fucking thing I could possibly do. Uh-huh. So here's what happened next, because there's a next. Oh, no. The Canadian soldiers walk to one, take up the left side of the frame. Nazis on the other side march on the right side. A bullet fires across the right frame at the Canadian soldier. And then the animation of flipping 90 degrees to the side happens. And the Canadian soldiers, like a fucking reverse Pac-Man, just go... And then descend into the bottom of the slide as tombstones come up. And the Nazis march off and a bunch of poppies rise from the tombstone jesus and this is all all timed to your slamming of the spacebar button because that's how animations worked in slideshow presentations right so when i was presenting this to my teacher all you <laughs> saw was a, a reading of somebody reading flanders field and then Because each individual picture was tied to its own animation <laughs> doing like seven different things. Oh my god. Needless to say, I did not present this at the assembly for Memorial Day for whatever reason. <laughs> did you pass? It wasn't an assignment. It was just what? a request. No, no, no. They just asked me to do it. Oh. They were like, they, they wanted somebody to do a presentation for Memorial Day. Right. And they asked me because I had done some good ones. Uh-huh. And they're like, you can handle this. And I went, okay, boss. Sure thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. So I would fuck PowerPoint for Uh the memory, but I wouldn't stay with it for very long because crimes would be committed afterwards. Right. Yeah, fair enough. And that's why I'd marry uh, Word, 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 because Word's always there for you. You've had a bad day. Word's there. Sometimes Word gets uppity with you when you aren't checking in to save every once in a while and just shuts off and destroys all part of your process. But, you know, you can't just leave. You can't just stop. Right. I mean, you yeah. You have to trust Word not to do it again. Well, and also... And you work through it. Yeah, and, like, Word will only, you know, shut down and, and fail to save your stuff if you stop paying attention to it, right? And that's exactly. true of any marriage. <laughs> I think it's a pretty good metaphor for how a marriage works. Yeah. Um, okay, I need to I need to change my answer because <laughs> while you were talking, I remembered that I used to have to use PowerPoint on an almost weekly basis and I Uh-oh. hate it. 
<laughs> oh no, are you killing PowerPoint? I might. I think like I think PowerPoint is beautiful on the outside, and we can't deny that. Like PowerPoint between the three is the like most aesthetically interesting, right? Like you can do the most with it. You can make pretty pictures. All the like templates that are built in are lovely. But I used to. <laughs> back in the day uh i used to lead music at a church and i had to like put slides together for the music and i had to make sure the slides were correct and for whatever reason oh man i feel like i can burn this bridge because i left that church like four years ago now um the administrator whose job was to uh collect the slides that i made and put them into the whole service right because you know the they would project like the welcoming message and the Bible verses and then the music and then the communion words and everything. And like the liturgy is the word that I meant to say there. Uh, Anyway, so her job was to take exactly the things that I send her and put them on the PowerPoint. And for whatever fucking reason, she would always put the wrong version of every single song. So, like, I would send her the, like, title and the artist name of the song that we were doing, and I would, there was a database of, like, lyrics and chords and, like, sheet music that we had access to that she also had access to, and every song on there and every version of every song on there had its own code, and I would give her the code for the version we were doing so that it was exactly clear, like, we are doing this version of... I don't know, Amazing Grace. (laughs) And without (laughs) fail, the PowerPoint slides would be wrong every single time. (laughs) So I think I really super duper hate PowerPoint. Okay. But I don't think it's PowerPoint's fault. (laughs) You know? Yeah, no, that's fair. I think it's Christian Music's fault that I hate PowerPoint. (laughs) PowerPoint's just got a bad taste in music. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes that's, I, I mean, that's worthy of, of the kill and fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. But this means that I now have to change everything. Cause yeah, I think, does. I think that I don't want, like, that means that I have to choose between marrying and fucking Excel and word now. And yeah. that is a harder choice to be honest. Cause I think, I think at the end of the day, I have actually had... So I'm going to replace Excel in this situation with Google Sheets. Well, it's the same program. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to assume that Excel functions similarly to Google Sheets. I'm completely throwing out my metaphor from earlier about the evil twin. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The evil twin's looking kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now that we know that PowerPoint (laughs) is evil. Um, So, like... Like data processing software, uh, Teffer and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago. Teffer is not someone who likes spreadsheets at all, um, like like as a data conveyance method. Uh, would much prefer just having like really good lists, you know, uh, or like graphs and charts and things. But a spreadsheet is not appealing. And for me, I I mean I get that I get someone not liking spreadsheets. I like a good spreadsheet. I. I find them frustrating to work with, but I think that once you like, you know, when you're trying to figure out how to get a specific function to happen in a spreadsheet and you crack it and then it works. Yeah. That is, that is a satisfaction that Microsoft word cannot provide. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, so is that a marriage thing or is that a sex thing? Cause well, it's starting to sound like a sex thing. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Cause I think, 
<clears throat> I think having so so thinking less about what I want out of sex and more out of what I want in a partner, right? Because that's yeah. what the marriage question comes down to. Like, I think that Excel and Word probably both don't fuck. I think that neither of them fucks. So whichever one you're having sex with in the situation, it's probably just okay. But I mean, none of them fuck their their programs. Wow, that's harsh. <laughs> but but you know what I mean. Like I think I know what you mean. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like between the three, PowerPoint is the one that fucks, but I'd still kill it. <laughs> so now I'm stuck here. Now I'm stuck here choosing between Word and excel as life partners and i think i think excel would maybe be the better life partner because in any long-term good relationship you're gonna spend a lot of time trying together to figure out the solution to a problem right yeah nobody is gonna be perfectly happy all the time you're gonna always have moments where you're like crap how do we deal with this crap how do we address this it won't necessarily be interpersonal. It'll probably be interpersonal. It might just be logistical things of like, shit, like mm-hmm. I'm starting a new work schedule. Who's going to do X, Y, and Z? I guess I'm going to have to do it, but then I have to find time for these things. And I think Excel has taught me that at the end of the day, there is always a code that is the solution for the thing you are trying to figure out. And you just have to plug away at it for long enough mm. or Google it. <laughs> to find the solution. (laughs) And I like to think that that creates a healthier relationship with the software than what Microsoft Word provides, which is basically just, here is a blank slate, project all of your stuff onto me, which is not a healthy basis for a relationship. I can can see that. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) This is why Johan left. The show was better when Johan was here. <laughs> Johan didn't let stupid shit happen. <laughs> Johan, yeah, Johan would at least once per episode be like, "Fuck this show." <laughs> I'm amazed he stayed as long as he did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think like I think Excel is maybe the one that I would marry, and then I would fuck Word because, as I was just saying before, Word is the ultimate sub. Word will let you put. <laughs> whatever you want into it words wise right and it gives nothing in return (laughs) except for a complete and total submission to what you are putting into it until it starts getting snippy at you for fragmentations and spelling (laughs) well yeah i mean with with word you are by default having a threesome with a paperclip and that is just something you have to deal with Oh no. Huh. We've gone too far. I don't think we've There's gone far no enough. going back. <laughs> oh dear. Uh so yeah. <laughs> that settles it for me. I I I'm still good in my camp <laughs> just because I don't have the same relationship of of finding Excel satisfying to any degree. Uh-huh. I hate it. Uh-huh. The worst. <laughs> I don't hate the hor- the experiences I've had with uh, with PowerPoint. I see it more of a summer fling that I'll I'll remember fondly, but shy away from. If anyone were to remind me about it and be like, "Oh, this didn't happen like that at all," right? Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember it happening exactly like that. No, I don't know what you're talking about. 
Um, so it's a, so power point for me is an old flame that you know, I'd fuck. Yeah, fair enough. I'd, I'd fuck the fire. <laughs> I'd fuck the dumpster fire that was my sense of humor when I was in grade seven. <laughs> I I appreciated that story because that feels like something you would do now still except maybe more tasteful. Oh no, now it'd be less tasteful. <laughs> it would be there'd be higher production. Okay. But like nth degree of degeneracy. <laughs> but would it at least be historically accurate? Nah, it's still have Nazis. <laughs> no matter what the war is. I mean, the, and there's Nazis everywhere. They've always been around, apparently. Right. So technically, there could have been Nazis in World War One. They just didn't know there were Nazis yet. Yeah, fair enough. Secret Nazis going back in time fighting in World War One. I would watch that movie to shit. Oh no. No, imagine it though. Here's my movie pitch. You have a bunch of German scientists towards the end of World War Two. And they're like, we have to go back. <laughs> we have to send our super soldiers back in time. And they pick the point where uh, Germany just got absolutely fucked by the rest of the world, which was the end of World War One. So they're like, they send their super soldiers back in time to win World War One on the side of Germany. Hmm. And it's really a coming of age tale <laughs> for these super soldiers as they start mowing down and and decimating uh, the allied troops and the Axis is, is climbing to power and then they look at themselves and they're like are these the bad guys? Okay. I think we are the bad guys. Okay, okay. As long as they're they're definitely the bad guys at the end. I mean, <laughs> I just, yeah, they're Nazis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I just feel like it's important that the Nazis don't come across as the good guys under any circumstances, you know? It's kind of hard. They're Nazis. <laughs> yeah. They, they can't have that arc. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like they have to they have to be the bad guys oh dear hey happy birthday to tina fey happy birthday tina Longtime fan of the show i bet i'm looking at things on may 18th that's the first one that stood out to me as relevant at all is tina fey still relevant i mean probably probably i don't pay attention to anything happening in the world but also <laughs> Is this, is, this, is this how you fill the last 10 minutes? Is, is like <laughs> looking up what happened on the day of day? I've, I've thought about like, you know. Was like, my movie pitch for Nazis going back in time not good enough? I'm just not comfortable being involved in that movie pitch. If I'm being totally honest, I think I'm too, I mean, too what, Germanic in heritage. It's best title. It's Nazis in time. <laughs> Defending the first one. Shut up. <laughs> I'm funny. Hey, David, do you want to do an Am I the Asshole before we... Uh... Yeah, all right. all right. Is it me? Yeah. <laughs> this one comes I have from... One on, I have one on uh, on my screen right now. Oh, you do? Like, Yeah. Oh, convenient. Is it a good yeah. one? I think so. All right, read it to me. Um, so I'm an independent filmmaker, and I just uh, <laughs> poured my heart and soul into <laughs> my good friend about my time... <laughs> Damn it. About my bid for Nazis going back in time. But my friend didn't like it. I respectfully disagreed and told him that he's a big smelly doo-doo head that needs to have a better opinion about certain things. Am I the asshole for telling him so harshly that 
he was very out of line in critiquing my very good movie pitch. <laughs> I don't I don't think that person the asshole. I think they have a <laughs> big bad doo doo smelly doo doo friend. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. David, I wanna oh. I, I've got a really good one for you, okay? Okay. Can I stop crying first? No. Okay. <laughs> this one comes from Reddit user. Uh, basic underscore spinach apparently who says would I be the asshole for naming my baby an unpopular but traditional name uh oh uh oh (laughs) my husband 23M and I 24F just found out we're having a baby boy he's due in August and this will be our first child and the first grandchild on my side of the family this is supposed to be a happy exciting time and instead it's caused a huge fight that's tearing our family apart all over a damn name, a name he agreed on a year ago, and now he's going back on his word. I am crushed because this is so important to my entire family. In my family, our genealogy is extremely important. Uh, Tom interjecting here to say that this sounds like some white supremacist bullshit. The firstborn son since the 1800s has been given this name. I am well aware that it's a stigmatized name today, so that's why I have agreed to using a short form. Are you ready, David? Yeah. The name is Gaylord. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought. No, it could be worse. It could be worse when I first... I always thought it was Adolf again. Me too. And that's an entire play. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) They go on to say, I get it. Trust me. I know most people hate it. That's why I've been able to discuss with my parents and grandparents that he will go by Gale in daily life so that he doesn't have to deal with bullies. They really didn't like the idea, but I wore them down, and they have agreed and don't seem too offended by this. They see the backlash over the name today as a fad that will eventually disappear, and I agree, seeing how accepting each generation tends to become. When society stopped being so immature about it, he can start using his full name. So I told my husband all of this and asked him if he was on board for naming our first son Gail, but just for the birth certificate, to put Gaylord. I remember he kind of chuckled and said, sure, but that was the end of it. I thought it was settled, but now he's claiming he never agreed and thought I was kidding. Why would he think that when he's met my father and grandfather? He won't even discuss it with me now and has since told his parents of my name choice. I now have his whole family hounding me and overreacting me, telling me that it would be abusive even when we'd just be calling him Gail. My mother told me my mother-in-law has called her to scream at her over the phone. My in-laws are telling me that even Gail isn't an acceptable boy's name, and that I need to get with the times and choose something more appropriate. They gave me a list of approved names like I'm a child, which is incredibly offensive to me. Not to mention, they were trendy names that would never stand the test of time. They have no right to name my own baby for me. I don't think my husband would have such an issue if it wasn't for his family sticking their nose where it doesn't belong, since he didn't have a problem with it a year ago. What happened to respecting our elders and traditions? (laughs) His family doesn't have any naming traditions, so it should fall to my family that does how could i be expected to break a centuries-old family tradition are we really gonna let immature homophobia dictate what we can and can't do i can't get past this and neither can my in-laws <laughs> would i be the asshole if i named my son gail but wrote it as gaylord on the birth certificate to respect family tradition what's your hot take on this tom because your your take is usually hotter and spicier than mine i think it's a shitty name but i i don't care that much what people name their kids the reality is if this kid ends up hating his name he will just change it (laughs) yeah that's kind of where i'm at on it yeah but i would say bad husband (laughs) i'm i'm torn honestly because i think that this decision needs to be a like 
joint decision. Oh, no, absolutely. But when somebody comes to you, it's like, hey, we're going to name the baby this. Yeah, that's fine. And then a year later, you're like, I thought you were kidding. Right. That's a bad joke, first of all, if it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. And you should clarify that as being like, that's a bad joke. Why is that joke? Right. If you agree to a thing, and then only a year later you're like, nah, I never agreed to that. I thought you were joking. Means you had has, you were reluctant at the time to say anything, and then at the final hour you're like, <laughs> here's all my opinions on this matter that I haven't we have lost a year to d- discuss and debate about because I'm a shitty person who didn't, who was not forthcoming with their personal feelings at the time. Right. Is my sort of take on that. That's fair. So <laughs> it's like, I think that it's, and like, it sucks because if you could be like, like, hmm, how do I try to say this? If there was a way for that to justify her getting to decide the name, it doesn't work like that. Right. So it still has to be a mutual decision. Otherwise they're just going to fight about their child's name forever. Right. Yeah. I'm torn. Cause I think like, I totally understand like hearing it once and going like, like, yeah, it's a family name, whatever in passing. I think that's a mistake. I think like, I think the dude fucked up, but I also think that like he's well within his right as a parent to be like no i i veto this name like no absolutely but you should have done that a year ago yeah i i don't know honestly i'm a little i'm a little torn like i think i think a lot of the time people change their minds about baby names right like thinking back to when teffer was pregnant with toby we like bounced a ton of names around and like there were names that i was pretty sure that i remembered us agreeing like very early in the pregnancy we were like both into Mm -hmm. and then like getting closer to the decision we like you know were throwing names back and forth for a little while and i said Mm -hmm. one that i was like pretty sure we had said was like totally good and teffer was like no i hate that why would i ever name my kid that and i was like oh (laughs) okay that that's fine because that's an ongoing discussion but what this guy did was when she said what about this he says yes. They're not discussing baby names anymore because one person thinks it's <laughs> done and the other one thinks I don't know what. Right. Because you have to imagine that for that year they weren't discussing baby names. Right. It was decided. Right. No, for sure. But so I think it, that the conversation should start up again when you find out that you're pregnant, right? Like it to me it feels like deciding like if we had decided if we decide right now like we're not having any more kids spoilers but like if we decide right now like okay our next kid is going to be named violet and then in a year and a half we're pregnant again and we find out that it you know is the the, at least assumed to be a girl and we are and i'm like okay we agreed on violet and teffer's like i actually in the past like year have come to not like the name violet then i am not going to be the asshole who goes but violet's an important name to me i'm going to be like okay let's find another solution and i get that it's different with family names because the families put pressure on you and even if it's not actually important to you it might be important to them and not upsetting them might be important to you but like i don't know make it a middle name you know Make it their first name and then give them a middle name that they will actually go by socially. 
or or you know make it their middle name but lie to your family and tell them that it's their first name and yeah, then when the kid them, is like, older six middle names yeah you know and th- no, no no that's the way to do it you give them whatever agreed upon first name you can find and then they have a bunch of middle names so that if at any point they don't like their name they have a plethora of options right. they can just throw a, a dart at a board and be like all right i'm Jebediah today. Yeah. Jebediah Gaylord Senior Junior Baby Man. <laughs> That's their last name is Baby Man. After they came up with the first five, they were like, what if it was just Baby? We just saw Baby Driver. It's like, ah, fine, we'll put it on the list. Yeah, I liked Ansel Elgort in that movie enough to name my baby after him. <laughs> it's a very good movie. <laughs> is it Name Your Baby After Him good, though? <laughs> Yeah, I would say so, honestly. All right. It's a very excellent movie. That the is cinematography fair. was on point. <laughs> I think a lot about how when we were, <laughs> when Taffer was pregnant with Toby, we were both still very into Hamilton. And there was a part of us that was like, if this baby's a girl, we might name it Theodosia because of Dear Theodosia, a song from Hamilton that we both like. And like now almost two years later i'm you've so, grown up so much i'm so fucking relieved that we didn't end up having to make that decision and then making that decision because i'm not that into hamilton anymore yeah it's almost as bad as like when you're in uh university or uh in our part of the world sejip and you get a tattoo on your body that's two uh, two four six oh one because you're a big nerd dork hey i still like les miserables <laughs> That that tattoo means a lot to me. I'm surprised you didn't take the cheap shot of talking about the crucifix on my arm. Uh, no, nah, that's, that's too cheap. <laughs> it's just a black tattoo. It's boring. It's cheap. One day, one day, I might turn my my cross tattoo into a turtle or something. I thought you were gonna turn it into a salt shaker. <laughs> All right, David. Because <laughs> that's what we keep thinking it looks like. How dare you, guys? That brings us to the end of our show for this week. <laughs> Wait, why didn't you name Toby 24601? What do you think his middle name is? Oh, shit! No, we actually, uh, his middle name is actually Samuel. We named him that after my former roommate, Sam Oh, I did know that. Yeah. I did know that fact. Partly, partly despite my mother. (laughs) Anyway. How is is Sam doing? (laughs) Sam's good. He's good. He was on the show a couple weeks ago. Aww. What a good boy. I haven't seen Sam since I was last at your old place. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he was just kind of there. My, um, I I bought a new grill because Teffer started a new job and I got my first Serb payment. And I thought, you know what? <laughs> it's almost summertime. This is the most financially stable we've ever been. I'm going to buy a grill. Uh, so I bought myself a nice Weber charcoal grill uh the uh performance series if anybody is uh is interested mm. in in checking out my my new grill um it's the uh performer deluxe charcoal 22 inch grill in crimson and i'm very excited to get it um and uh once this quarantine is lifted i don't care what season or time of year it is i will have a nice barbecue <laughs> and i will invite <laughs> you and i will invite sam yay that sounds delightful God, I hope this quarantine is lifted before barbecue season, but it won't be. Probably not. Nope. Okay. This is our reality now.
And this is the end of the show. It is. David, thank you. My pleasure. I love you. I bet you didn't think... I have strong feelings about you. That's fair. I bet you didn't (laughs) think last time you were here when you said that we should do an episode that's just us for an hour that I was actually going to do it. I didn't think you would (laughs) until you did. Well, here we are. Here we are. And here we go. Here we go. Thanks for listening. (laughs) If you like this episode, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Only if you have extra money lying around. If you don't, don't worry about it. Support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or by sharing the episode with a friend or by sharing the episode on your social media feed if you're not sure which friend specifically to share it with. Someone might click it. David might click it. I might. You might. Might do it. No, make me. I'll do it. I'll click. I'll click your link. You'll click the link. Click, click, clickety, clackety. The merch is back, kitty. I was I was stalling for time there because I was trying to see if our merch store has uh, face masks yet. They don't at the time of recording, but they're supposed to soon. So keep checking the merch link in the description, and eventually you'll be able to get our logo on a face mask so that you can go grocery shopping while breathing through a bear. <laughs> It's been a long day, y'all. It's been a long day. I feel like every day under quarantine is a long day. Yeah, well, this was Tever's first day of work, which means it was my day, my first day of like full time parenting. And like, you know, we're not really homeschooling, but like I had to try and be a little bit more, you know, interesting than just go ahead and watch TV all day. And I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. Yeah, no, that's fair. We did spend a good amount of time watching diners, drive-ins, and dives. I'm not going to lie about that, but we did some research first about other things. <laughs> anyway, you can follow our show on the social medias at Down With Talking, and you can like our page on Facebook. It would be nice for you to do that. You'll get all the updates about things. And I'm uh, I'm doing every once in a while now. I haven't decided exactly how frequently. Maybe bi-weekly. Maybe monthly. Who knows? Uh, I'll be doing live streams on podcast production. Um, So if that's something you're interested in, uh, the best way to keep track of those is on our Facebook page, which is Up for Discussion Podcast on Facebook. David, where would you be streaming those, Tom? On Facebook. On our Facebook page. Using Facebook Live. Yeah, exactly. Facebook Live. The first one was on Wednesday the 13th. I don't know if it was good yet or not, because we're recording on the 11th. But when you're listening to this, you'll know if it was good or not, because uh, it'll still be up there on our Facebook page. So go check Yay. that out. <laughs> David, do you have anything you want to plug, bearing in mind this I comes got, out on the 18th? I've got nothing. Yeah, I, I don't do anything anymore, Tom. <laughs> I'm stuck inside. <laughs> it sounds like you're moving on to the fourth stage of grief. <laughs> um, I do want to plug Natural Toonie, the D&D oh, yeah, show that David and I are do. on. Um, that uh, we are, by the time this comes out, we will have recorded our our first quarantine episode uh, of the like main show. So that's exciting because we really weren't sure how soon we'd be able to do that. Yeah, but we have a, a lovely little backlog. We do. Actually, did we just run out of backlog? We just ran out of backlog. Um, now we're no, into that's the... not true. We have one backlog episode left. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have one yeah. more, and then we're into quarantine time. Yeah, which is, uh, it's nice. It's nice that it took us this much of the quarantine to get to a place where we uh, ran out of our pre-quarantine backlog. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure to check that out. 
Uh, it'll make me smile. Yeah. And if you do, I might name my firstborn child Forecast. Just that. Just like share. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah fair enough. <laughs> I wonder if you could get away with that in Quebec. I don't think it's allowed. I mean, it's not like a. Like it's. I not... think you have to have a legal last name. For, oh no! Uh, I mean, like you could probably get away with naming your kid Forecast, though. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think you have to have a last name. Yeah, but I mean, socially, they can just go by Vorkath. Yeah. Yeah. But I want it to be a government-mandated Vorkath. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, maybe maybe by the time that, like, maybe by the time that our kids are old enough to make those kinds of decisions for themselves, the government will have just, like, gotten pretty lax about that. You never know. <laughs> having kids this is the future <laughs> this is the future liberals want liberals I'm like me <laughs> alright have, have, have a good rest of your day Tom. David we have to give some special thanks before we can go come on now, who am I special thanking <laughs> did you close the show notes again I did that's okay I'll do it special thanks to the Honeythorns for letting us use their song crack apart David the Honeythorns is Sam's new band and by new I mean he's been with them since like since the Crackers and Jam days really it's it's, it's not new at all so it's the old new old the old new old uh, because we have new theme music Crack Apart by the Honeythorns Uh, so special thanks to them for letting us use that as our theme music and you can find all their music for sale at thehoneythorns.bandcamp.com there's a link to that in the description go throw them some money I think especially on Fridays I think Fridays are when Bandcamp gives 100% of money to artists it's weird that they only do it one day a week seems like an that odd is weird yeah uh, but you know whatever go give the honey thorn some money and of course this show is produced and minimally edited by me tom zalat and i for the effort network actually i'm going to scratch that minimally part it used to be minimally edited but now that we're in remote settings everything is way more work than it used to be it's <laughs> <laughs> even even like even the like minimal amount of editing that I usually do is like tripled by the fact that I have to resync things every couple of minutes because of the the nature of phone calls. So fuck it. This was produced and painstakingly, excruciatingly, synergistically edited by me, Tanzalat and I for the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network, including Natural Toonie at UpfordNetwork.com. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, David. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Teffer. I'm Caddy. And I'm Hannah. And we are the Yeah Podcast. Join us as we dig into young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA Lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genre smackdowns, and more. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upford Network on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! 
If you're someone who interacts with kids, you're probably familiar with moments of being asked questions you're just not equipped to answer. Whether it's the old favorite, where do babies come from, or the nuances of discrimination, Rad Child Podcast has your back. Each episode, your host, Seth Day, leads a discussion about topics like race, disability, loss, gender, sexuality, and so much more. Our goal is to give grown-ups the tools to talk to kids about almost anything. So come give a listen. Rad Child Podcast, helping to raise a generation of open, compassionate, rad kids. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else.